Uh, long okay. rest, I guess. So, and apart from that, you find a completely ruined short bow and a couple of short swords that are looking a bit worse for wear, but still could be sold for some scrap iron. Right on. All right. And so with that, we shall do a long quick... Rest. Yep, long rest, and then time skip to morning. So it's about 9 a.m. when everyone comes to and it's ready to go. The battle taking place roughly around midnight. Oh, sound does that weird sort of cat long back stretch with the with the kicking at the legs. Ugh, I'll never get used to sleeping in the dirt. Arcadius, how did you do? How did you sleep in such appalling conditions? I had a I, I use a sleeping rug thingy. What are they called? I always Bed forget. Bedroll. Yes, escaped my mind. Bedrolls. But it's on the ground. Yeah, it's not too bad. That's all. The ground is all I've ever really known, to be honest. You should try a bed. It's a wonderful new invention. Yes, well, some of us don't have the luxuries of beds, I suppose. It all come from money. You have a job as towns... What do you mean you don't have money? I said we didn't come from money. And afterwards, I decided to keep my humble roots. I just sort of got used to the ground. And whenever I was at home... Uh, you know, in the city, I just, it was easy to stay in the barracks and sleep among wherever. Sometimes on a bedroll. Sometimes I'd be on a bed, sometimes I'd be on a bedroll, more, more often than not on a bedroll. You need to talk to your union, dear boy. Let's discuss, we don't have a union. Uh, the old government trap, eh? Um, not much of a government as it is a monarchy, but... As this conversation is going on, Cairo makes her way over to where Pyrrhus is staring and goes, Hey, uh, you feeling better? Pyrrhus has been um, still lying down, has been staring at the, at the, uh, the dragon that's in front of her. And just, and just like how big cats just stare at things, just staring back. She just says, I'd be fine. Oh, okay, if you're sure. And she makes to go away. I have question for you. Hmm? I have question for you. Yes. How did you how did you become god? Not really any real actually to be quite honest I'm not sure. Were you just born as god? No. That's as far I'm confused. As far as I can remember I've always just been me but there seems to be some sort of memory missing of sorts is um uh, yeah, I don't know. She kind of looks visibly confused, as if she's never really thought about this before. Pythor is brother. Yes. And then Vulcan is also brother. No, no. Uh, he's our father. Yeah, Talia, okay. Um, what relation is Valis to you? Another sister. Did you say little or? Another sister. Another sister, gotcha. Um, so there was Valis, Pythor, Kyra... Um, Vulcan, and there was one more who's not here anymore. Yes, Mitros. I thought I thought Vulcan was uh, uncle or cousin. I thought uncle, but apparently he's the dad. Yeah, they kind of just they do tend to call him uncle instead of dad a lot of the time. That's so weird. Which I'm currently wearing the breastplate of. Dad's breastplate. <laughs> I'm wearing uh, yeah breastplate of Mit- Mitros. And what relation is that? Is not dad. Um, is is um, is Mitros? He was our mother. I see. How long ago, when your mother 
uh, died. He ascended 500 years ago, yeah. It was at the beginning of the um, oath. Hmm. It was through her power and sacrifice that we managed to make the oath. Does the oath make you stay here? No. We just don't wish to see this land that we came to fall into desolation. Have you ever thought, and Imperial will sit up and sit cross-legged, have you ever thought that maybe the original owners of the land could take care of it better than gods? Thought has crossed my mind, especially more so lately. But same time, where are they and where have they been? The original, the original owners. Yeah, why did they not step up sooner when Sidon and Lutheria were trying to cause the end of the land? I cannot, I cannot speak for Minotaurs or Medusa or anyone else, but I can speak for, for Leonins. Now, Zane, was there an actual reason the Leonins didn't do anything? So the Leonins are a lot like the other races that you did mention, apart from the Medusa, because um, they lived on the greater steps and already weren't more like in tune with the land and whatnot, and that the humans didn't really bother trying to push up into the great steps, deeming it too uninhabitable because there's not a lot of water sources and whatnot, didn't really have anything to do. Leon in particular didn't really have anything to do with the Great War as they never, were never really big, like, worshippers of either side, either the um, Titans or the Five, more used to just living off the land itself. But, but some of the other races did indeed follow, like, a lot of the um, Cyclops and the Gigantes and all that sorts, the more monstrous you just follow, follow Sidon fully and completely, and yeah, mm-hmm. that's their tie-in with the whole war. It'd be weird to say we're omnipotent, but in reality, Leonin just like living on the land. Leonin do not bow to gods or titans. We just protect our land. It's a very noble way to live. It's the only way to live. Civilization is too... It, it makes us claustrophobic. It makes us... It, Domesticates us, I think the word it is. See, she kind of falls into like a pondering state. And then Pura um, gets up, so she's not actually sitting in front of Kyra. She'll stand up and uh, and look down. But I'm assuming, how tall is Kyra? Uh, I believe she's about five, nine-ish. Damn. All right. Well, Pura will stand over her at six foot four and fold her arms and say, I think if you gave the original owners of this land a bit more credit for actually keeping the place alive before you guys showed up, you'd be surprised at what we're capable of. He kind of just looks up at you at that. Looks like he's about to say something and then just closes her mouth. And Imperia just shrugs. I don't like lying or... Fabricating stories, I simply speak my mind. You should know this by now. I appreciate it. Men should go back to staring at the dragon. With that, Kyrus is gonna get up and just move away, deep in thought. Okie dokie. At this, the um, Tarkon calls out and goes, Should we get to move on? Yes. 
It's whilst the day is burning. Best make haste. All right, then. Let us be off. Travel montage. Travel montage. I'm on my way. The victory and harmony today. Anyway, uh, as we're walking. Anyway, this dream that I had whilst everything was happening, it was about this pirate with a straw hat. And she had the most peculiar ability. And we are skipping. (laughs) (laughs) And we are skipping forward a few hours. (laughs) We are closing in about three o'clock in the afternoon right now. And that's the entire plot. (laughs) (laughs) Um. And that is how he got the One Piece. <laughs> no one likes no. fan fiction, Frank. <laughs> oh my god, Acadia is writing fan fiction? Stop it. We'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as you guys find yourself getting closer and closer to Mitros, which is directly on my map, is located more on the coast. Yes. Mitros is located more on the southern coast, but not like, but your son, there's still like the peninsula is going down further south. But yeah, co- giant coastal capital city. But as you get closer to it, the weather seems to get a lot more rough and gray and dark, as if it's centered around the city itself, much in complete opposite to how you first came across um, Astoria. So, and as you approach the city of Mitros, you're reminded of its immense scale. Its walls and temples sprawl across the foundations of Mount Vulcan, and its great harbour stretches for miles across the coast. This is the jewel of Thylia, the bastion of mortal civilization. But something is wrong. Massive, swirling black clouds loom over the city, the wind battering its ships and tearing at its banners. Howling gales greet you as you draw closer to the city gates, and it becomes difficult to just put one foot in front of the other. The centurions at the royal gate urgently beckon you into the city as the torrential rain hammers down. And seeing that, the um, guards take note and go, we have, we have watched you to your intended destination. Please make haste to the palace proper. We must leave you here as... We need to tend to our dragons and get them out of this weather. Excellent. Good. Well, thank you for that. Lovely to be here in tourist season. Ignoring that snide comment, he helps Thal down off of his dragon, mounts the dragon himself, and all three guards take off. Please tell me all we can hear is hold music coming from Thal. (laughs) (laughs) That's the dial-up sound. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> As Kara kind of puts her arm underneath Thals and kind of hoists her up on her shoulder, like, I'll make sure that I'll make sure that he gets into the city. So Well, Arcanius, here you go. Home of the Dragon Lords. Well, yes, I know your opinion before you say it. Damn yeah, it. I don't yeah, want Arcanius had a ha- finger up about to go, actually. <laughs> um Right, the king said he wanted to see us. Yes, well, palace proper. All right. And as you begin making your way across the bridge, you glance up into the sky 
and you notice that something ominous has materialized within the spinning eye of the hurricane. It's the scowling visage of Sar, Lord of Storms. His angry eyes rove the city until they abruptly lock onto your exact position. Oh, shit. Here it grows oh, back. shit. The Titan conjures a crackling white bolt of lightning and hurls it towards you. As I need an initiative roll. Uh, could I take it? Everyone, a please. Dodge action? <laughs> Just give me an initiative roll. 69, nice. Got a 10. <laughs> Unlucky for some, 13. All right. So with that, you definitely because Thal got a 18 plus whatever his bonus is. And with that, that white lightning bolt just homes in straight on you as I'm going to need a dex save. Sorry, who's you? Kira. Okay, dex save? Yes, as you're the last to react to him oh, throwing it. Kira. Oof. All right. Now I've got to look this up. God damn it. There we go. That's not that bad. So while you did fail the dex save, you get to take... 10d10 damage. Ah, uh, so you take 22 lightning damage as the bolt Ooh. just bears down and kind of shocks you, causing all your fur to stand up as you have been shocked. And you can smell the faint scent of, like, smoldering fur as you're a little bit singed. And Pyrrha was the oh. only one who failed? Uh, it was only targeted at the lowest initiative. Oof. What was that for? Um, Alright, thanks Cunt And as the bolt flies down You see like his forever frown Turn into a slight smirk As he As his face vanishes From the storm Acadius looks to appear and just, and just goes What on earth was are, are you okay? Is this He looks to then at um, Kyra And just goes Did you piss off a did all of you piss off a god or something that before I joined? To be fair, Arcadius, we were brought here because the gods were pissed off. But but you didn't piss that one off? Because it looks like you did. Surprisingly enough, no. Oh, what on earth are we getting into this time? Yeah, Pyrrha just, like, stands up, takes herself off, sticks her middle fingers up at the clouds. And then I just trudges off without even talking to anyone or saying a word. I know you said middle fingers, but I imagine Abe Simpson shaking fist at Cloud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leon yells at Cloud. All right. So as you enter the city, you see a... Did I? I thought I did. Maybe I didn't. I'll upload it after and show you all. So I will give you a full run out of the city, but for now we shall quickly make our way to the palace as the two gate guards salute you, call out to one of their lower rung members and inform him, please escort our guests to the palace. The king awaits. Y- yes, sir. Fucking 12-year-old. Well, I mean. Very well. Cadiz will follow along. All right. Please scroll down to the very bottom of this map. Very well. <laughs> hot lady at the top. <laughs> Are you hiding the mills from us? Well, you're about to meet some. It's fine. Okay, I will do my best to not just straight up say, hey, your dragon lords are shit. <laughs> and Please! Hot you... <laughs> lady ahead, Acadius! There's a smash up ahead! But where are the hot dragons? 
Oh my god. No, no. <laughs> this group is already furry positive enough. Alright. So as you are ushered into the palace inside, you are once again met with Tarkon and Beavis and Butthead, his two guards. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, Butthead, good to see you're still not doing anything. And Beavis, good to see you too. Been hours. Please follow us as he begins to lead you through the procession. So these centurions escort you through marble colonnades of the palace into the royal hall where the king awaits. Rain hammers loudly upon the palace roof. And as you enter the throne room, an ear-splitting crack of thunder rolls across the sky. At the far end of the hall, a middle-aged man with a powerful build sits on a gilded throne opposite the entrance. On the step below him are four others. A beautiful ageist woman of regal bearing. A soldier dressed in a cerulean cloak. A tiefling wearing a black robe and a finely dressed young woman. Centurions stand at attention along the walls of the room. Yes. I'm doing my best to look um, uh, soldiery. This is non-seditiously. I'm still fucking giving off electricity. <laughs> yeah. Furs all up. Arcadius is going to press the digitation your fur back to normal. Thank you. And as you make your way down the hall, each of the guards does that thing where they one by one begin to come to attention as you pass their being. And as you make your way up to the flower dais. Arcadius, if you mention one seditious thing, I swear to God, I'll let you hang by yourself. Tell them calm down. There is one... It, <laughs> road talk is one thing. I'm not going to say anything that could, you know, implicate my own goals in a place such as this. Becky, let me smash. Which one, Zane? Uh, yes. <laughs> Dude, look at this helmet. Look at this helmet right now. Do you not see the yes. mill? <laughs> I do see the mill, but look at this helmet. And as we reach, yeah. as you reach the center of the flower dais, Tarkon holds up his hand for you to hold as he, he and his guard step forward. Anger presenting the prophesized ones takes a small bow towards the king and moves off to the side as Beavis and Butthead move off to the other side. Yeah, don't have to do this, but I want to. Okay. The, the king beams on seeing you. Here they are, the heroes of the heartlands. Welcome, honored guests. You have come not at a moment too soon. I'm in desperate need of your counsel. As you may have noticed, our beautiful city is besieged by evil weather. We have wasted several days discussing how best to placate the Lord of Storms, but my advisors cannot seem to agree upon anything. The Oracle's prophecy has angered Sion. That much is clear. You are the ones who were foretold to confront the Titans and restore balance to Thylia. Therefore, I have decided that you must be the ones to decide how we will resolve this crisis. As he looks down, he all and just gets, just like the grin, like he's the smartest person alive. Yeah, just, I look to Salem. Just the pure arrogance in his tone and his bearing as he looks down upon you from higher than everyone else. And as you would notice, that um, a familiar face is standing at the foot of his throne in Gaius, the um, member of the Temple of Sidon, who's also the Lord of the... Whoa, 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 whoa. That's some 
bad juju right there. Wait, Lord of the Gods. I would know him then, yes? Wrong city. All oh, right, cool. I don't <laughs> care for this man. I'm not Gaius again. More like bias. But I'm... <laughs> Giggles. This man is just... Though. So. Fucking Salem human form. Jesus! <laughs> Same level of arrogance. Sorry, I shouldn't say Jesus. Mithros! <laughs> so, any ideas, heroes? We're so gonna die. Yeah, I'm gonna do what I said. I look to Salem. Cadius isn't much of a thinking man. Neither is Frank, to be honest, but... Um, what are these guards doing right now? They're all just standing at attention. They don't have spears pointed at us? No. Um, Puppet steps forward, holding uh, Salem, obviously. Um, Salem jumps down Mm -hmm. off uh, out of the arms and just sort of, yeah, I can't control myself. Shut up. (laughs) That's right, yeah. So just stands in front. And both Puppet and Salem do this little bow. Salem's like, Greetings, gracious king, and thank you, your royal highness, for this most illustrious invitation to your glorious palace. Um, as regards to the uh, plague that is upon your city, we ourselves are finding our way through thwarting his, thwarting Sidon's evil expansion and imperialistic ways. I... We have seen much of his evil spread, and we're wondering it is maybe you could lighten us as to the problems that you are facing here. Sorry, give me just repeat that last bit for me. My brain kind of just faded. <laughs> you really are the king, aren't you? Um, <laughs> perhaps you could um, enlighten me as to enlighten us as to the problems that are happening in the city. Can't you not see? Or are your eyes just for decoration? Did you not notice the great storm that is battering our fair city, creating havoc among all our livelihoods? Bah, but forgive me my manners. I have yet to introduce you to these four in front of me. First is Gaius, my lord commander of the guards, and also a prominent member in the Temple of Sidon. As you do. He gives a slight nod. Acadius gives a nod back as a fellow guard. Valus. My wife and milf queen <laughs> of Mitros. Of milf. Mitros. <laughs> We're gonna fucking die. <laughs> My companion. Uh, Dude got bitches for days. You may simply know her as Bella. Bella, bless. And finally, this with a look of like. Barely concealed disdain. Condrus, an emissary from the cult of Lutheria. Do we know them? Um, their only run you've had with Lutheria currently is the um, Dryad and Mayonnaise from Frying the Horn. Right. For some reason, I said thought you said Mayonnaise there for a second. Close enough. <laughs> it's like the fucking Mayonnaise. And at that, um, Ballas kind of speaks off and goes, Dear, do inform them that we have thought of ways to resolve this issue. Fuck, could not find the word for me. And she turns back to the heroes. I 
We do have some methods we might try, but we, as he said, the advisors, us and him, cannot just decide on any one thing. Kind of just looks down at you all as if waiting for a response. I don't know what to do here, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, we, so we've been brought here to come up with a solution to this problem. The storm person's problem. Yeah, man, like, for one, they got a member of the Temple of Sidon with them, so that's bad vibes already. Okay, um, so why don't we ask them what solutions have they thought of? That's what I was going to ask, yeah. Like, what have you um, come up with? And maybe we pick the best one from that group. Or, like, what, yeah, what else have they tried so we don't double up yeah. things they've already tried? Yeah, and uh, we see which one the king likes the best, and we go with that one. Like yeah. kick out the member of the Temple of Sidon to start with. Yeah, and whoever this cunt is. This this fucking emo looking motherfucker. <laughs> He's just a cheeky tiefling. I love a cheeky tiefling. So we are yep, yeah, we do that. We see if they have any ideas. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Oh, just quickly before we do that, um Pyrrhus going to mm-hmm. nudge Kyra's arm and just be like, um, were you aware of this before we came here? I'm aware of what? We would be making parliament choices. How on earth would I have known that? I don't know. You listen to know lots of things. None of the very useful I've found. Yeah, you're like, a, you're like a random fax machine. <laughs> All right. Oh, Pierre was going to um then clear her throat and just quickly fix her mane a little bit more. Um, because she did just get fucking struck by lightning. Um, and she'll fix her mane while glowering at Gaius real quick and then clear her throat and um, it is not going to move forward like how Sandra She's going to stay where she is and just, and just say, all right, you brought us here for a reason. A man of your intelligence would surely have thought of some ideas before we came here. Of course we have. Then why don't you tell us your ideas first? All right. Why don't you just simply use your magic to control the weather? You are the chosen ones, are you not? Should you not have these powers available to you? The condescending tone and way of speaking to you comes through quite clearly. Oh, this motherfucker. PTSD from being a woman in the workforce. (laughs) I'm sorry, but... Uh, okay, he sort of like takes a step forward and kind of bows, uh, not low, but you know, still understanding he is in the presence of another monarch. Um, and just goes, Perhaps our abilities have been oversold to you, uh, your highness. Yeah, though, can Salem and okay, just give me an arcana check real quick. Okay, and Kay's can continue. Um, uh, though formidable. We are as individuals and as a group. I don't believe anyone in our band is able to control the weather. So with Acadius's role, you wouldn't really know what exactly he's asking for us, but Sailor would know. He's currently asking you to perform the eighth level spell, Control Weather. <laughs> I mean, Acadius didn't know, but he said that anyway. Sailor just knows how out of depth his request for this is. My liege. Controlling the weather whilst possible. This isn't normal weather, as I am sure you, your advisors and yourself have well and truly 
figured out on your own. Um, noting that the god Sidon, god of storms, is at the heart of this, why hasn't your member of the Church of Sidon, your Temple of Sidon, merely gotten rid of it himself? He sort of glares over at the head of the guard. At that, Gaius turns to look to a Castus as if asking for permission to speak, to which he tacitly nods to as Gaius rises from his seat, which is not quite a throne, but isn't too far off. And for point of reference, Valus is also seated in a throne, just not as ostentatious as the king's, while the two on the other side of them are standing. Now, why would I want to undermine my god's work? Sidon is clearly angry that the five are still being warshipped here, and I don't see any reason for him not to be, considering they plot against him. So my op- option to end, to appease Sidon's wrath, is simple. Destroy the Temple of the Five. Uh, what would we know about this temple? Sorry, just because I'm... Not... It's literally just a temple of worship for the five gods in the okay. city. Wow. And as he says that, um... Condrus speaks up the tiefling and goes, Now, now, dear cousin. Oh, don't like it. Don't like it. He says, Jerry, Jerry, (laughs) you are the father. Knowing that Gaius does not like him whatsoever. There is another way that we could appease the Lord. Surely by making an offering to our goddess Lutheria. She should be able to parlay with him on our behalf and make it so that the storm will abate. All she would ask of is 70 children of the city to don the black robes. They will be very well taken care of, I assure you. Do we know about these black robes? Um, you, Salem, definitely would not. Neither would Pyrrha. But Acadius might have a chance, so I'll give him a history check. Oh, man. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> James, James Sal isn't here. She is, but she's just on a call. Oh, we would like <laughs> to apologize about our total friend. They're currently in a call. <laughs> Kyra um, kind of whispers to everyone so that those above cannot hear, but you can clearly. The black robes are Lutheria's cult. They, they are the ones behind, well, not behind, but... What they would want to do with these children may not be too dissimilar to what you found in the Mossy Temple. Ugh. I'll peer up. Which temple? At that. Acadius was not there for the temple. Oh, okay, never mind. Well, uh, Acadius looks on and is like, what, what temple? Pira <laughs> visibly, her ears go flat against the head and she snarls. Hundreds kind of just wide shit-hitting grin as he notices the visible hostility at that. My liege... We have heard words of appeasement. We've also heard words and plans of subjugating the people to merely being slaves whilst to serve these so-called gods rather than yourself, my king. But we haven't heard the other plans that have been brought forth thus far. Um, if, if I may. The, um... Soft voice coming from the side of Valis speaks up. We could always just do a normal sacrifice to Sidon to appease his anger. It's what we've done in the past and it's worked fine. Yes, yes, in the past it has worked fine, but Storm and 
is angered this magnitude, I'm afraid we'd need nothing less than a hundred oxen. That's that's almost half of the fucking food in the city. But you do bring up that point as he looks out towards the party again. You could possibly perhaps foot the cost of this bill that is so strangling our city. I'm sure 10,000 gold would be enough for us to purchase enough oxen and not cause the city to enter a state of starvation. Yes. My liege, yet again you want to appease Sidon. Whilst, as you said, this has worked in the past, something gives me the inkling that mere appeasement's not what he's after. He has subjugated all the other lands, and yet he comes for you. Nothing but total control, I feel, would appease him, and that would mean you would no longer be king. You would be merely a thrall to side on yourself and as a king by your illustrious standards how dare you as I'm saying my liege a king by your illustrious standards should not bow to anyone you are right of course but we are mere mortals while he a god and before anything he can say anything else and possibly do something that the party would not like Valis suddenly stands from her throne and approaches you all directly Ignoring the protest from the king. But, but, get back. She kind of just puts up a hand as she continues to walk down. Okay, everyone, keep it in your pants. Should I press the button? I think you should press the button, because as it says here, she radiates a sense of profound intellect and divine beauty. Hot, hot, <laughs> hot, hot, hot. Oh, excuse me, madam. <laughs> oh, 19. Oh, we doing boner checks? Bad. <laughs> uh, how the boner checks was like the higher the number, the bigger the boner. Yeah. <laughs> pulling a pulling a. Salem is up. practically okay. erect. Acadius, Acadius is—he's given off some pheromones. Acadius is um uh Soft. trying to trying to keep it in his pants. He's trying to keep it profesh, but you know. Pira, and, Pira yeah. looks up, but then she realizes that Kyra said this was her sister. Yeah, yep. immediately just like I mean the boy's oh. name is Pierre's ears like drum just like oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Kyra's sister. You don't and know that. No, we don't. <laughs> As she's walking down, she's wearing the general one piece white toga robe of sorts with the slits down the side of the skirt. Yep. Oh Jesus. Gold bangles. Golden tiara. Heroes of the prophecy, I greet you. I am Phallus of the five gods. For centuries, the people of Mitros have revered me as the goddess of wisdom. Mortal kings once traveled from across the Cerulean Gulf seeking my counsel. But as you can see, my husband prefers to consult with fools and concubines. A bit of venom drips into her voice as she says this. Oof. And her husband's just at the top of the stairs. Hey, Queen, talk your shit. He hears her. He says. <laughs> Everyone can hear her, and Acastus grimaces while Conjurus grins. Gaius just shakes with a bit of fury, and Bella looks very displeased. We got see the concubine are, are capable of saving the city. Joined together, the four of us can weave a spell to counter Sidon's magic. Such a miracle. Would we will require a sacrifice of our power. I will do what must be done to protect my city, but the others will need to be persuaded. 
as he gives a knowing glance towards Kyra herself. I have summoned Pythor and Vulcan to the palace so that you might speak with them and make them see reason. You are the Oracle's chosen. They will heed your words. That's probably the most sensible plan. I was going to perhaps maybe suggest have. What if we were to just ask what old mate wants? And have, have we? Oh yes, Arcadius. We we know what he wants. He wants everything. Oh, that guy is kind of speaks up and goes. I told you what he wants. He wants the destruction of the temple. It, adults are talking. Thank you. Well, so our options are. Gods sacrificing a portion of their powers to stop big scary storm man. Destruction of temples, Loki enslavement of people, then a sacrifice of 10,000 oxen or... A hundred. A hundred thousand gold. Right, a hundred oxen that you want us to front for 10,000 gold. Um, that one seems like a bit of a no-go as though... We are apparently. I. I. Akadis is still unsure if he is one of the oracles chosen because that was never established, really. Um, and so he's just like, we don't get paid. Like, we don't get paid regularly. I've since left the my own guards post, and so now I find myself with my lovely companions making ends meet the adventurer's way. At you saying that, Tarkon speaks up from the side and goes, not, in, not entirely true. I've seen all of your spoils from looting the necropolis. You have gold and platinum abound. That's, not, that's why I said not paid regularly. And Valus kind of goes, it's, it's just okay, heroes. You may take some time to think it over. For now, I think we should all just adjourn and pick this back up when you have come to a decision. As she turns and looks up to her casters and goes, if that is all right by you, dear husband. God, they love each other so much. You can just feel it. Aww. (laughs) I suppose. Enough. Tarkon, show them to their room. This meeting is adjourned. And that he gets up, walks down to take Bella by the arm. And they both strut off as Gaius kind of stands up, walks down, gathers his men, and they all leave. Don't want to grab Thal too. Thal's joined the guards. Thal is a traitor. Ah, BBEG all the entire time. Knew it. And Conjus kind of just snickers and steps back almost as if into nothing as um, Salem and Kay's going to be an arcana check to see what kind of magic he's using. Nope. He used magic. 22. Well, you see the magic he's using, but Salem recognizes it as Dimension Door. As he steps back and just vanishes. He's a dragon for sure. And as Tarkon comes to lead you away, Valis holds up her hand and goes, It is all right. I wish to speak with them further. Please, dear heroes, follow me. Um... And, and just before we walk away and we see oh, this, the blue guy disappear, he just says uh, loud enough for his friends to hear, that one doesn't give me very good vibes. Either of them to our left near the throne doesn't give me good vibes. <laughs> and I think we shall call it there for the night.